Golight presents the Talking Bollocks Podcast. The hip knocker. What's happening, folks? Episode 32 of the Talking Bollocks Podcast brought to you by Gowlow. It's me, Teddy Flower. It's me, C.O.B. And this week, we're going with just the two of us as we have a few things to address again. Um, and we don't like to take the limelight off the guest, as you know. But, um, Do you know what? I feel real relaxed now because it's just the two of us. Do you know what I feel like? When you move into a new gaff and everyone's coming around to see a new gaff and then everyone leaves and it quiet sound and you can just chill out and relax. Well, that oh. relaxed... Come on, show the boys. Oh, it slapped their feet up out of the counter. No problem, boys. Well, here Get we have our sliders there. on. Sliders on, boys, yeah? But anyways, first things first. I have something to address from last week. I'm filming. Yeah, my heart's broken. <laughs> that Calvin, don't even be laughing. So, Darden O'Connor, the doctor message, shy bag, text me saying, uh, what's happening, pal? You're going to be in this week's podcast, James, as you took last week off, right? And that's all fun and games. That's only a laugh and a joke. But the amount of people who slated me for not talking enough in last week's podcast. But it's not even that. I don't mind that, right? So last week, Lim Luan was in with us and it was a good conversation. Yeah. And uh, I was just sitting there enjoying it. And I feel like there's no need for me to just throw my two cents in and just say something to say it just because I'm a host on the podcast. If yeah. a conversation has flown and it's going well between Calvin and the guest, well, then so be it. I'll just leave it at that. There's no point just saying something to say it. But there's a few people who are saying, uh, like, oh, does anybody think Titans has changed since they went into the studio? And I'm like, ah, well, yes, fuck You off. get very hung up on things like this, don't Bro, you? Oh, boy, they'll be fuming. Because I'm like, I thought I talked in the first two episodes. Now, obviously, listen, I'm still nervous, you know what I mean? But at the going from the kitchen, they're coming in here, there's lights, cameras everywhere, Aaron Brennan's in there, showing his scalp, coming out, dicking us up and all, getting us coffees and the whole lot, you know what I mean? So, <laughs> my nerves are gone, you know what I mean? I'm going to hit you with something straight off the get-go. Come on, yeah. hit me with it. Can you give me every episode in order with every guest and where it was? Yeah. All 32. Yeah. In order. Yeah. Yeah, go. Episode one, just the two of us. Where? In your gaff. Right. Episode two, just two of us in my gaff. Right. Episode three, in my gaff, with Kylie Mahdi. Right. Episode four was with Connor Ryan in your gaff. Right. Episode five was just the two of us in my gaff. Episode six was Wheelow in my gaff. Right. Episode 7 was Cheryl Lyons in a whole studio. Right. Episode 8 was... Bastard, Jim! Yeah. What was your episode 8? Personal Lurdy. Alright, you're wrong, but go ahead. Who was episode 8? Who was episode 8, boys? I should have done something like you got a dead arm for every one of these you get wrong. Ah, you bastard. Should have, shouldn't I? Start the nail. Right, go. You're wrong already, that's one. Right, give me a dead one. I'll hold it for, I'll hold it for after <laughs> this. Episode 9. Episode 8 was Craig O'Brien. Ah, Fitzy, sorry, Fitzy. Where? Uh, in uh, Charlotte Lyons' place. It was. Episode 9. Who was episode 9? Why did you say yeah, and you were so confident as well, and you had to fucking up? You got seven. <laughs> I can. I was 32. <laughs> yeah, but bro. Keep going. Who was episode 9? Go get, what was episode 9? Cheryl? No, so that's some money. So when was Cheryl? Episode 7. Right. You said Cheryl. Did I? Yeah. <laughs> uh, episode 10 was Yin Yoga Jen. Where? And the uh, other salon. Yeah. Uh, episode 11. Who was episode 11? After Jen. Personal Lady? No. <laughs> uh, yeah, Philbert. 
Philbert McMahon, was yeah, it? Philly McMahon. Uh, right, episode 12. Well, where was it? In the Shallon. All right. Bro, you have me nerves, God. Come on. <laughs> Shit. Episode 12 was Pearce of Lurie. No, what's it? <laughs> <laughs> Poor <laughs> Pearce has had to be on this podcast more than you. <laughs> episode 12 was Liam Cunningham. Liam Cunningham and Kylie's gap, yeah? Yeah. Episode 13 was just the two of us. Yeah, where? Episode 14 was Pearce of Lurie. Right, where was episode 14? Episode 13, just the two of us, was in the Shallon. Right. Personal early 14 in the Shallon. Right. Episode 15. Ah, it was 15. It was 15. That, it was it. How many days had the fucking up? But I'll get it after this. Right, make the bus go. No, we wasn't, he was 16. So who was 15 then? I don't know. Christy Dignam. No, um, it was Mick, then Christy. Make the bus go was definitely 16. Look her up there. Right, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to look this up here, yeah. So give us two seconds there, bear with us. Yeah, don't even cut this boys. Yeah, just leave this in. Cause my nerves are gone. I'm dying to find out who it was. Oh. Was I'm it actually, I apologize. Now you all get the yeah, dead right, yeah, on, right? right, that's yeah, that's fair. Jerry Redmond. Jerry Redmond was fifteen, yes. Sorry, I wanna actually address something as well. Jerry Redmond does fa- fantastic stuff, goes around giving inspirational talks in uh, youth detention centres and in prisons all over the country, right? Does a video recently and it's making the rounds on Instagram. Someone sends it to us and goes, You should have him on the podcast. <laughs> He's what, winding his that's one of our best episodes. Yeah, what right. an episode. Yeah, do you know what I mean? But Jay Redmond, where? Jay Redmond was in the Shalon. Mick the Busco was in the Shalon. Get Dignam was in Get Dignam's Gaff. Yeah. Episode 18, yeah, bastard. Yeah. What yeah. was 18? I'm not telling you, you're not going to get it. I will get it. Oh, come away there. Well, I'm not going to get it. Who was it? Who was it? Oh, Charlene Murphy. No. Nope. It was the one before Charlene. Charlene's 19, isn't she? It was, it was before Charlene Murphy. Is this taking too long, boys? You've no, just, just keep going. Yeah? Keep going. Keep going. going. Shit. This is good crack. Uh, who was it then? Go, hit me with it. Tom, Tom O'Carty. Oh, no, you had it, had it. I'm going for the swim with Tom O'Carty after this as well. Uh, Tom O'Carty, Charlene Murphy. Where was Tom O'Carty? Where was Tom O'Carty? Oh, in the Yale Centre. Right. Charlene Mumphies was in the hurt, in the barbers. Yeah. Uh, episode 20, episode 20, episode 20 was Ellie Kelly. No. How was episode 20? <laughs> I'm just staring at me. It was... <laughs> I can't think. And I know I should know it. How was your one? One of the best episodes. One of the best? The funniest. One of the funniest? Yeah. Okay, Tom O'Carty is the funniest. Funnier than Willard Whites? Ah, Willard Whites, Willard, I love Willard, yeah, Willard, I love you around my heart, you're a legend. Where was it? Willard Whites was in the Barbers. Yeah. Episode 21. Right. You should know this because the person who we had on said that lucky number was 21. I remember. Yeah, I remember, but how the fuck was it? I remember, but who was it, he says. Yeah, I no. I remember, but who was it? No, no, I remember, but I, I remember someone saying the lucky number is 21. Right. Where but, was it? Don't know. Barbers. Right. Keep a Crosby. Yeah. Keep a Crosby, then relapse. Yeah. Then me ma. Right, where were they? Relapse was, relapse was in the gaff. Yeah. Me ma was in the gaff. Yeah. Episode 20. Is this going up a too long? Is this no, going up too no, long? No, keep going. This is good laugh. <laughs> going shit. Look me, I'm sweating a lot. Look at Jamie Shelf on the out, boys, just in case you're wondering. Uh, here was, what am I on? Episode 25? 24. 24. Here was 24. Ellie Kelly. Right. 20, Ellie Kelly and the gaff. 
Uh, episode 25. <laughs> yeah, bastard. You had to get me there either. I know 27 was you. Responsibilities. Right, but you're on 25. <laughs> <laughs> ah, I don't know, I don't know. Fresh as fuck. Oh, what fellas, yeah, well, what fellas, new EP is out, is that what it's called, an EP? Yeah, yeah. whatever that is, that's out, anyways, top of the range, boy, <laughs> on. boy, on I know he listen to him on Spotify, yeah, it's tops. Uh, 26, who was 26? After what, fella, who was after, oh, the Wheelocks? No, are you sure? <laughs> You're looking at it. <laughs> Gemma Dunleavy. Gemma Dunleavy. Sorry, Gemma. Gemma is an animal as well. Shout out Gemma Dunleavy. She's little. So, Gemma Dunleavy, then you, then the Wheelocks, then we moved to the studio. We had Darden Conway, Yui Martin, and Lim Luan. And, and now here we are, 32. Episode 32. Sorry about that. How many dead arms have I owe you? Guess someone to listen back to this. Me and Terrence are going to have a spy next week. It's just going to be me hitting him non stop. Yeah, yeah. And, and I will let him give me dead arms and we'll record it for Instagram or whatever, yeah? <laughs> uh, right. That started out the way. I'm sorry if that took ages. Yeah, I was struggling there, boys. Jumping into the singers. Did I shout too loud there? That better not fuck that up. Jumping into the singers from last week, boys, yeah? So, is it? Uh, I am. Yeoman about this as well, man. A nice clean man on a corner, man. Yeah, and the amount of people that text were saying, what's a corner, man? You was like, corner, man. Come out and you see everyone that said, it's a corner. Uh, it's not a corner, it's a corner, man. You was uh, hearing it wrong uh, growing up. It was corner. The way for it is corner. Man. A corner, man. That's your man that shells you the good. No, yeah, that's corner, the corner, man. man. What do you think he's doing selling his hole? <laughs> Fuck off. Yeah, he's selling you 99s. <laughs> it's a corner, man. Yeah, so... I'm filming about this show. Ice cream man, 90% of people said ice cream man. Yeah, and I think they're 10% trade in votes on me. What what you mean by that? Because we voted on our page, podcast page. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, 90% to 10%, loud of me, bollocks. This was a good one. This was a good one from me last week. I'll give myself that one, yeah? 20 euro or a score. That was close. It was a good one. It was one, a good joke. 51% said the score, a whole door, whatever you want to call it. And 49% said 20 euro. Why did I struggle there? Why yeah, the fuck? That was a close one. Yeah. And I was right with the saying it was Abraham Lincoln with his uh, yeah, speech. It was the, the Gettysburg, uh, Gettysburg address or something like that. I, was, there, I don't know, bro. I was struggling. Yeah, you get, you get your spirit or something. Yeah, good speech you get, bro. You should look it up. It was like four score and seven years ago where our forefathers founded this country on the back of the fundamental that all men are created equal and all. I was like, oh, I could go out and have a strainer off someone. I'll fight for this country. Yes, bro. That's what I felt like that. doing. Go out and just lay the pause on yeah, someone. Yeah, someone gave a speech 150 years ago in a different country, but I'll fight <laughs> for that country, no problem. He's dead, right, as well. Right, on to the next one. Um... Limbo one, these are limbo ones too, yeah. Just in case anybody is looking at very, it, like, very creepy cunts. Uh, so, did you bring spirit socks when you went? Oh, actually, as well, before I say this one, right? She said the other one about eating the dinners, but I didn't know what way the water, so I just left. <laughs> I just said, ah, oh, fuck that. But I think that would have been a good one as well. Sorry, Lane, yeah. But did you bring spirit socks? <laughs> did yeah, you bring you on the, take that flip flop out of your mouth <laughs> you're supposed to leave them on your feet not put them in your mouth did you bring spurs stockings 
That's a singer. There's a brain spur stockings when you are around for a slash years ago for the girls. There's a brain spur stocks, yeah. which is, yeah. The amount of girls I message as well, like, no, we just brought a tissue. <laughs> like a normal person, yeah. What's the story, Lynn? Come on. Yeah, was a doctor. We're elected to try and run this country and you're bleeding around wearing spare socks instead of bringing tissue. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, 8% of people said they did and 92% said they didn't. That 8% was Lynn and all our mates in that group yeah, chat. Get on there and vote for that quick. Yeah. All them taller heads. Back me up here. But uh, after that then, uh, she said, after a hard day's graft, did you take your bra, do you take your bra off in the car or when you get back to the gaff? And a load of women message saying, if you have to take her off in the car, it's the wrong size. Valid points. I, get, I see where you're coming there from. There is a valid point, but some boys just want to let them lose, isn't mm. it? Well, you should have a bigger bra then. No, well, I don't it's know. like taking your stockings off. Do you know what I mean? It's a good feeling, no? I don't know, bro. The best I, feeling in the look, world. I, 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 I can't, we can't relate. We don't wear bras, you right, know what I mean? So I'm going to give our relation to it. Go on. The best feeling in the world when it's lashing rain, right? Go you on. have to be walking through puddles all day, you know what I mean? You know when you get wet, don't you, what you're walking through puddles for. But when your stockings are wet and you go home, take them off, have a shower, and put brand new stockings on your feet. Yeah, it is a good feeling. Is when, that the best feeling in the when world, you have, When you have feet, you have to be in freezing yeah. and you put uh, oh, clean socks on. Yeah. Oh, will you? Um, so, yeah, what was it? Yeah, yeah so do you take your bra out in the car or in the gaff? 9% take them off in the car, 91% wait till they get home. Bang. All right, this week's singers. This week's singers. Uh, right, someone gave us this one. It's a would you rather, yeah? Would you <laughs> rather walk in on your parents jockeying or would you rather them walk in on you throwing the leg over? This one's for you, can't answer that. Yeah, you're dead, boy. Answer, you're fucking singing me with that one. Because <laughs> you only have a mom. Why are you helping this brown blade? It doesn't matter. She has a fella. <laughs> the truck fella's clearly bleeding throwing lens. How many kids have they got? God, he's like a jacker and he, she is. No telling that cat for fuck's sake. Oh, two sets of twin brothers for anyone wondering why I was saying that, man, yeah. yeah. So there's kids yeah. all over there. Where you rambling on for? You're dodging the question. Right, because I just wanted to give a quick one. So when I used to be on the stuff and all, yeah, on the gargling on, like, come in after a bend, and you now you're crawling on about seven or eight in the morning, hoping no one will see you straight up the bed, and there'll be kids hanging out of light switches, <laughs> hanging out of light bulbs, smashing the gap up, you're just saying, oh, stop. Worst feeling in the world. But anyways... I love how we had to stretch this out instead of just answering the oh question. Oh, no, yeah, I tried to be... Oh, you, you should be a politician. In, you should be a politician. Should I, yeah? Yeah, genuinely just dodging the question. Beating around the bush. Yeah, yeah I'd rather the album walking in and me taking the hips off someone. Because, yeah. listen, I don't want to see me man getting blade no bend the tank the roof <laughs> off the cabin. So, <laughs> <laughs> okay, that one. But, uh, yeah, no, I'd rather the album walking in and me taking the hips. What would you rather? Yeah, 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 and I'd say the same. See, there's a lot of bollocks. I know my man's going to be listening to this. Yeah, yeah, when you listen and all, you know, look, listen, you have a child, Calvin. Like, you're taking hips. It's immaculate conception, bro. Will you snap out? I'm a virgin, mate, 27 years of age. Bro, you're an angel sitting now. Everyone keeps saying to look all like Calvin as well. Will you fuck off? Can we get a close up on Terrence there? Yeah. That is a close up. Oh, I'm actually not looking to you. Can we get a close up on this handsome cunt sitting here? Why is that still on Terrence? Get a close up on me there. Snakes. Look at this. 27 years of age. Uh, How are you? You alright? <laughs> <laughs> so that's your answer to that one, yeah? And then the zinger for the week then is going to be, I say, see the tweet? Show for the tweet. I'm saying, it's not a talking bollocks podcast. I just want to struggling for the zinger. Um, in the shower, do you wash your feet or do you just let the water run on your feet? I just let the water run. <laughs> no, but you know what I do? I turn around and lift my feet up so I get underneath them. 
I don't be going down putting bleeding well, soap and body wash and all that. Oh, none of that. I, I don't be that John Gwen anyways. Yeah, but yeah. I do, like, I lift them up and uh, get the bottom of them. Yeah, get yeah, underneath yeah, me yeah. Feet. yeah. But you're not down putting, you know what no, I mean? No, I'm not squatting no, in the shower there. No, bro, uh, I'm not into that now. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that's mine. So, it, off. so technically, you don't wash your feet. Well, yeah, they're getting washed in the yoga. Yeah, but I mean, you're not, you're not going down scrubbing them. No, I'm not going down scrubbing yeah. the old feet. Or so that's using it. You don't actually go down and wash your feet. Yeah. No. Uh, right, another one that we've been that was sent to us about many times the last two days, about 10, 15 times. <laughs> the sunblock or the sun cream one. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or the sun cream or sunscreen. Yeah. Yeah. Sun cream or sunscreen. It's neither sunblock. I don't know. I call it sunscreen. Sunscreen? Yeah. What do you mean? Because you're screening your skin from the sun. You're blocking SPF, bro. Yeah, I, I get you, like, but it's childish, isn't it? No, it's childish, not weird, isn't it? Yeah, especially country like me. I am Scott. Can you see how red I am, in it, boys? Did you ever see the Oh, way? throw a thumb out there if you can see how red I am. Yeah. Yeah, scalded, <laughs> and I'm shitless, yeah. But you ever see people who yeah. like, I'm not wearing sunscreen, or sunscreen, Come that's on, childish and all. Country, all right. shivering What's the story? Are you, are you tougher than the sun? Yeah. You know what I mean? Petty this, for Leo all over This bleeding giant ball... A fire burning in the sky that's a bazillion miles away that yeah. still manages to burn you. You're tougher than that. Yeah, no problem, pal. Yeah, yeah mad cunt. Sitting there like a squishy, half <laughs> red, half white. Yeah, fuck off. Yeah, man. But uh, that's Calvin Zinger for the week. Have another so, one. Oh, but here, what are we going to do about this Zinger? Because it's sunscreen, sun cream, or sunblock, and it's sunblock a million percent. So what are we going to do? I think we should just take sunblock out. Do you know what? We'll it's sun cream or sunscreen. It's my Zinger. Fuck off, man, it's Jumlock. Oh, no, I think Jumlock, yeah. yeah, I think it's... it's Smash me in the face, and I would. Fuck your jingle. But here, I have another one, right? So uh, I was down at the weekend, I brought the kids down for a dip, and they were walking back through the trees and all in the trail. So old, they brought the kids down. There was <laughs> the kids, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Brought me two brothers and my young one down. But um, they were walking along the trail, and then Harper ran back down to me, and she goes, I can't go that way, because there's a load of nettles. And I goes... Yeah, yeah, don't go near them stingers. And she goes, no, they're called nettles, daddy. And I was like, no, they're, they're stingers, Harper. And me and her had an argument. So if you're in Glendalock last Saturday Calvin will and see argue. me having an argument with a six-year-old, mind your own business, yeah? I was explaining to her, I was like, yeah, they're officially called nettles, but they're stingers, Harper. And she was like, no, the sticks with the points on them are stingers and she's the leaves like, are nettles. She's, she's not that, right. She's spot on. She, she's not that right. That young one is spot on. She's not right. Nettles are the ones that you can see the yolks. And stingers are the ones where you can't even see them, but you know what they look like, do you get me? And they You're the butcher in that. The you leaves know? are the nettles, and the stingers are the sticks But you the know a, like, I know a nettle when I see one, because you leaf. can see the yolks It's the leaf. Out. Fuck off. Yeah, but she, Harper's right. <laughs> She's not. So is it, what you're saying is a nettle? Is it stingers or nettles? Stingers are nettles, boys, yeah, even though they're two different things, but yes, stingers are nettles. They're the same thing, because they, they stick with the points on it as a thorn bush. Now... Yeah, he's at the baffling me that. See, Calvin tends to deal with this. Like I was going to say, he'd argue where anyone that can't would, wouldn't you? Yeah, no problem. But, uh, yeah, no. If I think someone's wrong, I'm not going to have them sit down and pretend that they're right. That's a fair point. You know but, what I mean? No matter what you're talking about. But you're wrong, and your young one was right, and she's only seven. She's six, so Stay you're wrong. Go. <laughs> <laughs> right, Melvin on, Calvin, talk to us about, we have a little message coming up, a little uh, spin-off. Yeah, so... Terence has said on this podcast numerous amount of times about how he never had a telly growing up, so he's never seen so many films. Yeah. Many films have you seen? Roughly, give it. Be honest. I've seen a few. I, I exaggerate it sometimes, but, but r- roughly, if you had to pick one number, what would you say? 
It is dark. Oh, There's none good on Netflix. So uh, I said, what film did I tell you to watch? Law of Oh no. no, you watch me, tell me to watch Pursuit of Happiness. Pursuit of Happiness. But then I said something else and you were like, I can't get that. And I goes, you'll get it on the stick and stream it. And you goes, no, I'm not into that. Now we don't condone the use of illegal streams on this podcast. <laughs> but... <laughs> Uh, he end up, I end up saying to him Just, <laughs> what are you in the mood for and he said drama goes on to drama he goes is this, this any good law abiding citizen I go right that's it I goes you're going to be hooked ring me back in 10 minutes and he goes right grand he rings me back in 3 minutes and goes I'm 3 minutes and 40 seconds into this film and it's the best film I've ever seen was, in my life it was the best film I've ever seen in my life what a film unbelievable but I get roasted right because I didn't see all these yeah so I was the oldest classics, the Snapper, the Van. I didn't see any of them, and I'm like, like, is it, is it that big of it? People, it yeah, is a big people deal. Be walking, you, walking do you know how many, this? like, how many like references people do make and jokes and all that? You're not getting. You know, yeah. I know. I always laugh. I do. Like when yeah, people I will be like, laugh. when someone says to you A1 Sharon, you probably just think that's an, a common order saying. Yeah, because there's loads of Sharons in the flats. Yeah. But, but, oh, do you know bro. what I mean? So it's just like say something with a common name, and do you know what I mean? A one, Jordan. No, it's the that snapper. came from the snapper. Yeah. But saying the general, little. It's a good film. It's late. Very good film. But Law Abiding Citizens one of the best I've seen. Uh, we were only chatting earlier. The Notebook is dirt. The Notebook's the worst film ever. I dirt. remember years ago, yeah, years and years ago, I was uh, meeting this young one, and she goes, "You want to come down to the gaffy watch the Notebook?" And I swear to good God, it was the worst decision I've ever made in my life, and I've made some horrible decisions in my life, and that was up there, and that's why. You're no longer seeing that young one. Bounced out of the gaff, gone. I think it could have been the last time you ever seen that young one, yeah. <laughs> Love that, yeah, right. Because if she can't pick a good film, what can she do? Do you know what I mean? Bro, it was, it was disgraceful. I was like, yeah, keep yeah. it. So, tell them about the film club. So, what we want to do is, we're going to do like a spin-off of the podcast where me and Terrence are going to take... Terrence mm. is going to listen to everything... Uh, <laughs> what? We're going to have to cut that. What are you want to do on there? Yeah, big lumpy. What? What was it? The end of that cup, big lump or something? Oh, that was septic. That. Sorry about. Is that still going? Fuck a labour in. We don't give a bollocks. That was pox. He just left the cup there. Yeah. Right, we left that in then. Yeah. Turns out they're getting sick in front of me. <laughs> so what we're gonna do is we're gonna take my suggestions first. So I'm gonna give you probably my top five films. Yeah. From any category and genre, and then go with that, and then we'll take suggestions from other films, and we're gonna watch them. And see our reaction to them because we went to the pictures last week to see Fast Nine, Fast and Furious Nine, and oh my god, Terrence never seen any of them, and that was the first one he went to see. And what happened? It's the worst film I ever seen. And then I heard, right? So we bounced right halfway through, and I heard halfway through, we left after half an hour. 
So there was a part in the part that got me right when, when they're flying. There. I don't know. Spoiler alert. Yeah, spoiler alert. Come here, tell about three weeks. Uh, I don't go and see it. When I say this, you're not going to watch it. And anyways, so they're flying down in the car. You're going to have to explain it for me because I'm not going to. Right. But the, the part in I'll the car. Yeah, the right, I'll give the build oh, up to it. Oh, dude. So they're chasing each other through the jungle, right? And Vin Diesel is chasing John Cena and he's in a Mustang. You're going through the jungle, you're in a Mustang. Like, what's the story there? He should be in at least a 4x4. But he's in a Mustang and uh, they're going across a, a bridge, a rope bridge. But when they drive across the rope bridge, it collapses. So Vin Diesel doesn't make it in time and the bridge is gone. So how does he get across, Terence? He drives, crashes into some wooden yoke. The rope, the rope that's attached to it, sticks to the wheel of his car. So he's flying off the cliff. It goes all the way down and then spins back up because the rope attached to this wooden pole brings him up onto another side of the cliff. And makes it. And he makes it and to avoid it. Oh, he said, Right, so that was that. Uh, John Cena's car. John Cena drives off the edge of a cliff and a plane comes down and picks him up with a magnet. There was that. Both Cardi the, B! Yeah, oh, so, that's it. Oh, stop. So the, the straw that broke the camel's back, yeah. uh, Vin Diesel gets arrested and the SWAT team has him in the back of the van and fucking one of the, the, the police or whatever takes that mask or that balaclava off and it's Cardi B and we said, right, that's enough and the three of us and left. We're only about half an hour into the film and it was fucking dope. Yeah, we bounced it. That's, that's but this is what I'm saying. Look, that, that's, there's nine of them, right? The first probably one or two Three, four, probably all right. Five is when they started acting the bollocks. But the whole team of Fast and Furious is family. Vin Diesel, no, family this, family that, yeah. He get nine films in and then he realises he has a brother that he never mentioned in the other eight films. Fuck off. It, it sounds like it has the potential to be one of the best films you'll ever see. Oh, there's car racing. This but they don't even race cars. They don't do well. It's the worst film. I'll smash this studio up on it. Terrible. Yeah, it's the worst film I've ever seen. You've seen uh, Django. Yeah, I've seen, and you know what, that, just before we get into that, that gave me horrible Texas vibes, and what happened was, I think, how long is that out? I think I went there. Oh, 10, yeah. Yeah, I think I went there with my skills, so I was in a skill for uh, troublesome kids, stuff like that. I mentioned it before on the podcast, oh, I'm sweating in that camera. But uh, I went there, skill for troublesome kids, and we went on a trip every Thursday, so we go, Anywhere, anywhere was the best girl in the whole world. And uh, <laughs> this this Thursday, we went to the pictures for the trip and we went to see her. So I had to sort of sit through it. And it was a good film, don't get me wrong, but I had that Texas feeling for the whole thing. And yeah. that was the only thing that sort of. But then you're seeing Inglorious Bastards. Legal. Right. Legal. So they're both Quentin Tarantino. Yeah, that's So that, that's why that's I said to you, I said to you then, watch Pulp Fiction, because he made that as well. And you said, no, you won't watch it because of what? Because your man John Travolta is that mad blade, and he's one of them. I don't like him, he's one of them blade. Why you know? did I tell, tell them? Why I'm not, don't be trying to embarrass me. I'm on not, the I want you to tell everybody why you don't like John Travolta. Because he does, do you know what I mean? Do you know all them cowboys and all and them films and all? They're going around, they're all chain, like, ah, oh, howdy fella, and all that shit. John Travolta's never been a cowboy in any film. No, bro, he was, bro. I seen something with him years ago, and he's like, ah, oh, howdy fella, and I was like, girl, don't be telling you, dope. So the fact that he said the words howdy, you think he's a cowboy? He said now. it in that accent, but. Do you know what I mean? I don't, you've never seen Toy Story because there's a cowboy in it. There's a cowboy in it. Keep him. Fuck him. Right. What other <laughs> films have you never seen? Oh, there's many films I haven't seen, pal. Many. Have you ever seen Separators? Yeah. Yeah, I did What do you think of that? Good. Good. I enjoyed it. Uh, I've seen 
most Kevin Hart films and most Denzel Washington films. Right. Denzel Washington plays the same character in every film. But he's elite, lad, lad. Oh, I don't know. I'm going to write this. is going to be very controversial, yeah. Don't even say it. I am saying it. Don't. Dude, overrated actor. Dude, shuts his mouths. That's, that's, that's. Yeah, listen, Calvin, you have said some seriously controversial things on this. And I'm going to bring a couple of them up right now, right? right just because on. you have to say that. Name three of them. That's number one. Right, and what's your... Give me the, two more. The second one, right, is the stupidest thing which I've ever... Because you're a smart bloke, right? And these things should be coming from me. Right, so I'm the person who's supposed to bring you down and you're supposed to carry me, right? When you said Coke Zero and Diet Coke are the same, I felt, They are the same. Look her up. Hell, are they boys? Will someone please... Look her up. They no. brought out Coke Zero because Diet Coke is no, feminine. No, no, Why no. do you think Wayne Rooney was on the front of Coke Zero? Boys, Why is that never a fella on the front of Diet Coke? Are you telling me if you got... I want to start a vending machine out there. If there is, stick a thumbs up by cutting this for two seconds. We'll get a Coke Zero and a Diet Coke test right now and we'll know the difference out about them. And everybody that watches the podcast will, right? So that's your second one. And you told them, right? So Dublin Live or something like that did uh, a vote, right? And 4,000 people voted on it, right? Right. Right? And... But I'm just saying, right? So four thousand people. But it's, it's it's big for like the inner city because right, the only named inner city places. And you're right? gonna say Peter right, Pan right, is right, the no, best way, let me talk. Like, you, ha- you have to let me talk. Peter Pan won it, right? Of so many, there were so many on it, so many roll shops, and Peter Pan won it with eighty nine percent of the votes, and everyone else got the le- the lesser right. part of that. So and the- you're the only person that I've ever met that said Peter Pan is so bad. So three thousand six hundred people said it's the best. Yeah. Right. And that's, that, that speaks volumes for the whole lot of Dublin, does it? Yeah, for the no, NSC of Dublin, because the whole lot of Dublin has I had it. Hang on. You're the only person I know that said it's No, uh, four of the boys got it together, and Hill. two of them said it was shy. Who? Me, Paul, Ryan and Ross got it together. Ryan and Ross love it. Yeah, exactly. And me and Paul said it was dirt. So 50% of the people there boys, said it was dirt. anyone who has had hit a hit the pan. pan, let them know. Anybody who drinks Coke Zero, let them know, because I drink Coke Zero. Yeah. And it's the only thing I drink. And I wouldn't drink Diet Coke. Because it's septic. Then it's the same. And then Denzel Washington. They are the three stupidest things I've ever heard. Denzel Washington plays the same character in every film. No, he does. And, and the neck of me, I'm going to look on Blade, the biggest film fan in the whole yeah. world. I just like Denzel. He's all right. He's one of the boys. He's all right. He's yeah, going out there nixers on people and everything. He, he film. plays that mysterious, like you don't know what kind of background he has and he's very philosophical and like, yeah. oh, you, and he's you playing basketball in Pelican Bay. King Kong ain't got <laughs> shit on me. Fuck on, mate. Well, yeah. That's his best film. That's his best film. He training sells it, though. He sells yeah, it. Yeah, but I'm like, the equaliser plays the same character, you know? Do you always say a little film? Have you ever seen The Hurricane? Um, no. And do, oh, do you know what? I think we did God, bro, 100 years ago and I can't remember. Bro, any film that's a true story, you should start with. The yeah. Hurricane. It's about uh, Ruben Carter, the boxer. True, true story as well. Yeah. Little film. Yeah. I'm telling you, that's what we need to start with. So uh, we're going to start. I'm going to probably pick my top five ever. And we'll watch them and see what you think. And then we'll go through some classics as well because there's some films that, Calvin that don't hold is up. the goat when it comes to films, by the way. Because anytime, so we don't know anything about films. I think that breaks Calvin's heart because you can't Those, talk bro, to him. We can't have a conversation then. So, but when we're with anyone else and he's talking about films, he's naming actors, directors, producers, yeah. everything. I'm like, what's going on here? Do you know what I mean? It's I just crazy. think it's funny that you won't watch like certain films because John Travolta is in it. You fuck John Travolta. Have you never seen Grease? No, do you know what? I, and I have seen it and I don't like him. He, like, would you go for a point with John Travolta? Yeah. Fuck John Travolta. That's all I have to say about him. You can only go for a point with any person on the planet. Who would you go for a point with? Ray Mysterio. <laughs> Good shit. <laughs> 
Can you speak English? Oh, can you speak yes, English? Yes, yeah, I can. I feel fine. Will you stop asking? Oh, no one hasn't got a clue. Johnny, have you got a clue? Drop <laughs> a thumbnail out there, will you? Oh, like... yeah, come here. What barber do you go there? <laughs> <laughs> Snackbox head. Right, eh. Uh, Ray Mysterio, do you know what? I only had to rob that off that in comics. He said yeah. yesterday. So if I actually had the opportunity to point to someone in the world. Bro, do you know I was only thinking the other day? Do you know who I reckon is a sound cunt and he's a slick motherfucker? Jamie Foxx. Jamie Foxx is the man. Yeah, but you wouldn't bring him around your board. Of course. It, yeah. Because he don't bend her on you and yeah. that's a fact. Bro, he's an animal. He's an, he's an animal. animal. Yeah, he uh, everything he does, he's an animal. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you on that one. If you go for a point on the world, how'd you go? Jamie Foxx. Oh, that's your answer? Jamie. Bro, so you ne- you never, you've never seen uh, Horrible Bosses? No, man. No, motherfucker Jones. <laughs> Fucking little film. <laughs> Jamie Foxx in it, yeah? Motherfucker Jones. Yeah. And your man's like, so what do we call you, Mr. Motherfucker? It's, it's a little film. Right, I'm having that, I'm having right. that. Right, uh, we're getting caught up on this whole film yeah, thing. Look, but send us these suggestions anyways, yeah? What, what films you need to watch. Give us these top three, right? Any any category. My top three. Step Brothers, yeah? You have, everyone has to see Step Brothers. I've seen it. Yeah, Dumb and Dumber. You ever seen Dumb and Dumber? I didn't like it. Texas vibes, man. That's them little, yeah, you know what I'm saying. What's mate? my Texas voice? It's in Colorado, they're up in the mountains, no. it's snowing. Keep it. It's snowing, how's that? Keep Because your man has the action. What? With, like, with, they're American. Fuck him, I'm not watching it. Hey, what? I'm lost. You're uh, wrecking my head. I'll walk out of this podcast. <laughs> What's the next one? Uh, right, top three. Shawshank Redemption. Yeah, yeah. I, do you know what? I might have seen it years ago, I can't remember. I have this mad uh, thing. I can watch a film three months later, I forgot about it, and watch it mm. again, look, it's a brand new film, and it's lethal. And I think I did see that years ago. It's about four hours long, isn't it? Yeah, but it's a great film, though. Yeah, I'd have to really watch it to actually get the gist of it. You know, when you see something years ago and you watch yeah. it again, you look, that's actually lethal. We'll sit down to watch this in ten minutes, and you'll be like, oh, I've seen this, and I'll be like, great fuming now. Cause no, we'll... I won't, I won't, I won't, because I'd watch it again anyways, because you'd forget parts of everything. Yeah. Because I'm very, as well, I'm very, um, very... Uh, Distracted easily, if, is, that the, is that the right word? So you yeah. get distracted so easily. and Short attention span. I, yeah, very short attention span. So if I'm watching a film, like it's easy for me to fucking see a pigeon flying out the window and go, look, that's late, leave notes now, or whatever, you know what I mean? You know what I'm getting at. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so we're going to do a film club, and we'll obviously we're not going to record us watching three hours of a fucking no, film. No, well, it'll be, be the, the highlights. Bits, it'll be the highlights. I mean, and we'll have a better crack. It'll be like the... But uh, to be honest, oh, that's why, like... Uh, my brother and I were saying to me sort of like oh go in like crack a few jokes I can say and I'm like it's a bit forced when you do things like that on the podcast I mean, you do no but you like go in and just watch it and I'll watch it but the thing about it would be good because it's just me and you and more than likely I've already seen the film yeah. so we can talk about it yeah. like uh, Psycho I don't think Psycho holds up and I know there's going to be more because it goes down as one of the all time greats yeah. it's, it's alright like, you know what I mean no I'm not having that but like if you were to look up like top 100 films ever Psycho's definitely in it and then like Top scene moments or top scenes and moments in films like Psycho will be there because there's a big scene and then blah 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 and I'd be like, all right, mate, yeah, grand. Dort. Dort, bro, doesn't hold up, but um, yeah, it is what it is. Right, so film club coming soon with the Terry Fellow and the Film Club. I mean, name as well. We got a few messages recently saying, "Some people are baffled that my name isn't Fellow." Someone actually thought his name was Terry Fellow. A few people said that only recently. It took a few people like. Only at the cop now, like, no, my name is Tardens Power, but I can't really say my own name, yeah? I put a D in Tardens for some reason, so I just say Tardy Flower. It's a Dublin thing, yeah, Tardens. Yeah. I know, yeah. But uh, I can't say my own name, I hate saying my own How name. How can you not say, it's too... Sh- Calvin. Tardens, so yeah. is that? Yeah, but like, you know when you say so much a name, you're like, Calvin. Calvin. Yeah, bro, I, can't, I hate saying my name. Yeah, Show them me jocks. Your name's on me jocks there, what's the story? <laughs> but uh, yeah, so Film Club coming soon. Right, bang, boom, into... 
uh, now uh, someone wanted to mention as well coming up uh, this Friday it's the Olympics yes. so we want to give a big shout out to everybody that's going to be representing Ireland um, they was proud but we want to give a special shout out to Kelly Harrington and Emma Brennan um, you're going to do the country proud you're going to do the city proud but most importantly you're going to do the area proud Love that. the fact that you just got there enough is yeah. absolutely fantastic and, yeah. and after this is a bonus so he's have made the area proud and he's going to fly the flag for the country so Best of luck over there. Yes. Probably. Up the year. Yeah, yeah. Let's fucking go. Yeah, you're into the Olympics, bro. The- no, no. I'm not, do you know what? I, I am. I'll watch everything. I say I'm not, but I'll watch everything. Mm. You know what I mean? But like when you see the things that happen with Mick Conlon and then other things that have happened over the years in terms of refs or judges in... Uh, Refs and judging decisions in uh, the Olympics yeah. and in amateur boxing in general is absolutely. Bro, I get, I get roped into it. You'd be watching the walking races and all, and be like, how is someone at the making a career out of walking? Yeah, and yeah. The, the snake hips and all on them, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, no, some of them are lethal, some of them are deadly to watch. Yeah, and some the cycling right? and all. Yeah. But you know what I was only thinking? Like, see the cycling? Yeah. Yeah, yeah what I was thinking, with, do you know what all the delivery drivers and all? Yeah. Like, stick them boys into the Olympics. You know the boys that they'll be down the Tour de France and the fucking sprint trials and all? There's fellas out there going around with about 20 snack boxes and a fucking school bag. Yeah, but they're on the electric pushers now. They're not, bro. bro. They're I just, I just seen fella coming into me gaff the other day on a war horse, not a bother to him. <laughs> and the field he had on his back weighed more than him. Yeah. And I guarantee the order was placed literally 15 minutes ago. Why now, boys, you bring that Tour de France on the back wheel? Not some a bother to him. In the flat. Snatch the bike out and hold back to the flat. And he'd be giving someone a crosser on, on it as well. You know yeah. what I mean? Lance Armstrong getting done by bleeding juicing up the bits. The boys that they were with someone on the crosser. 100%. To them, but um, now I'll, I'll be mad into it if it goes ahead now. By the time this goes out, the Olympics will probably be called off because they come out today and said we can't rule out the fact that uh, it might be a last minute thing with COVID yeah. and all. So hopefully, it goes down. Yeah. Hopefully, he's, uh, everyone who's representing Ireland does, does his proud. He's already are down as proud, but something I want to talk about, right? That has me head absolutely fried, and it's one of these sensitive content uh, or sensitive topics you can't really talk about because PC Brigade be on top of it, but. The New Zealand women's weightlifting team has someone on it who previously identified as a man transitioned to a woman as being selected. The fella is 45 or something transitioned to become a woman. So spends 45 years as a man and is now competing as a woman. Weightlifting. Out of all things, which requires a lot of strength and structure of your body. I know what you're saying that it's a very sensitive thing to talk about, right? But that's not right. That's the way, that that's just the way right. the world is gone. You, you can't really talk about it. Listen, do whatever the fuck you want to do in this life. Be whoever you want to be. Do whatever you want. But in terms of that, you need to think about it, right? Like, like imagine, if that's allowed weightlifting, imagine they're allowing it in every sport. They're gonna, it's going so to set the tone. It's, gonna set it's the, tone the force, the force. So what happens it's if the a bloke, force of it. bloke transitions to a woman? So be it, enjoy that. You can't let that person go in and box against girls. Like, it's... Proven, like genetically, men hold every record in the Olympics. Like, if not every record, it's ninety-five percent of records. Because as far as I know, mm. men hold. It's not saying men are better than women or not like that, but it's just genetically, genetically proven that yeah. men are stronger, faster. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you can't like like you said earlier on. The thing what annoys me, right? It. So the thing what annoys me about it is. There's a woman out there who's been disqualified because she tested positive for like uh, she had like a tainted supplement. And she tested positive on some fucking substance. Yeah. So she's now disqualified. But like, it's not enough to make her performance better. Yeah. So she obviously took something and uh, it was tainted. So 
she has enough to disqualify her, but it wasn't enough to actually make her better. And like, a whole career is round now, she's going to miss the Olympics, this, that, and the other. But you have someone who's at the being a man, body full of testosterone, bigger, stronger structure, especially in weightlifting, they transition over. So they already have a head start that even if somebody was taking steroids, couldn't catch up on. Yeah. You know, like that? Yeah. So what I was thinking is, imagine, I don't know, 10, 15 years down the line, my daughter goes into athletics or is competing in some sort of sport and then a fella just decides to transition to a woman and they're going to get that spot. So women's sport is going to suffer because of this. Yeah, well, really, yeah. You know, so that's what really had me thinking and there's women out there. Look, the fastest woman on the planet, I don't know her name, she's American, she got done by smoking weed. She's banned now. Now, I think... It's kind of different because you know not to smoke weed and she still went down and did it. So it's kind of on her for doing that and it is fucked up. But that's only weird. It's not going to really help her perform better. She's the, make a slack off of that. She's the fastest woman on the planet and she's not going to be able to compete. But you have somebody who's going to compete in the women's who has testosterone coming out the fucking ears. Yeah. So I just think women's sport is going to suffer and was pushing so much on women's sport. So what do you think that they should do? I don't think you should be allowed to compete. Yeah, or, oh, no, not the, you, I don't know. You, should, no, you, you should shouldn't stay be allowed. In your... You shouldn't be allowed to compete. I don't think, in general, that's it. You, if you're a man and you transition to a woman, you shouldn't be allowed to compete I as a woman. That, not as a woman. I think. Yeah, I think it'd be controversial to say you can't compete. At I all. don't mean no, no. I don't mean you can't compete. Fuck off, out of sport. Right. I mean as a woman, you shouldn't be allowed to yeah, compete. No, you shouldn't be allowed to compete as a woman. That's it. That, that's, that's what, what I mean. Yeah, yeah. You make a category for transgenders, or you stay with what you are because, like you said there, like if you're yeah. a male and you become a woman. You're still gonna have testosterone. Put it this way: if they don't win the gold medal as well, you wanna be. F- <laughs> <laughs> you wanna pack her in. Pack her in. Dope box of it. So, but, that's uh, yeah, I no, think. it's just it, like it's proven. You know what I mean? So mm. yeah, that that is. Yeah. There's people out there getting banned for less. And then someone's like, had to lose an Olympic spot there. Exactly. As well, it's somebody who's had to dedicate their life to the sport yeah. in that category, they're getting selected what, over them. Calvin tried to mention this to me before uh, we started this, and what you said as well that you have to forget now. No, you didn't, but you said, like, imagine if, you, if your daughter goes into, like, and then she goes into boxing, say, and she grows up, and then someone is a trans. Like, someone could get seriously hurt there, and, like, that could be your daughter, could be your sister, could be your cousin, could be mm-hmm. anyone. Do you know what I mean? Someone can seriously get hurt down there. I, I just don't think they really looked into it and have ironed out the final details. I think they did it as a kind of PR stunt, but, like, look at us, we're inclusive. Mm. And like that's great and all, but in categories like this, like women's sports has been suffering for years, and it's only now it's getting the recognition it deserves. Yeah. And if you look at the likes of Kelly and the likes of Katie Taylor in this country, they're trailblazers. They're yeah. they're shining examples. They're inspirations. That's who you want your daughter to grow up and be like. Yeah. But then I don't know, fifteen, twenty years down the line, they could have that dream took away from them by yeah. something as simple as this. I think it just needs to be addressed, and hopefully. They will address it and they will iron it out going forward. Yeah. No, much on it, yeah. Mm. And hopefully the Olympics goes ahead on Friday. Yeah, but a blade look. Give us something to blade look forward to, isn't it? Mm. Right, that's that box stuff. Right, couple of things that we need to talk about. We don't need to, but we want to talk about, yeah? Um, we did an interview with the journal during yeah. the week and uh, it was actually deadly, it was. Didn't expect, didn't expect to get such good feedback off it. The feedback was unbelievable, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, it was good crack. It was great crack, yeah. Uh, there's thousands, thousands of views on Instagram and on Twitter separate. I think the Instagram one is at nearly 60,000 views. Like, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Which is unbelievable. And most of the feedback, all the feedback on Instagram is great. But on Facebook, <laughs> yeah. we had well, a feel. What like, I noticed on Facebook was, right? So if you actually watch the interview, you'd get the tone and what we're talking about. 
But on Facebook, you can tell someone just read a headline and left a comment on it. Someone was well, like, I tell you what they did because I texted your man. So the day that I went out, they put it up on Instagram and Twitter. And um, but with Facebook, they put it up with um, like uh, it will be out at eight o'clock. What's that? What, what would you call that? Description. This, yeah. So when you click, you couldn't click into the video until eight o'clock. When I went out live on the other ones at five o'clock. So I texted a man saying, nobody can watch on uh, Facebook. And he said, yeah, it's not. It's not going to be on that late o'clock. But there was already forty-five comments on that before bleeding, before they, they could even watch it. So they just seen the description on it. And gave an and opinion. Then, and then was like, oh, blah, 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 look at this. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So there was a few things that were said in it. And uh, I took them personally. I take art personally, really, when it comes to the flats and where we're from. And yeah. When people try and put you down for it and stuff like that. But there was something that I took personally from uh, the video itself. And it was, someone commented on it saying, what did she say? She said something like, uh, it's it's actually so funny to see how... Uh, in our city dubs feel so entitled to everything. Yeah. And I'm assuming that she said that on the basis of when I said, if you're gonna focus out of the flats, at least give us somewhere bigger to go. And what I mean what I meant by that is like like you go there, so the government or whoever, right, is coming in and saying to you, you're get, you're you have to go out of this flat where you've been living for 40 or 50 years, yeah. So you 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 have to go out of here soon and we're gonna focus somewhere else. So you say, right, where else am I going? Yeah, fuck me on my two bedroom flat where I've been for 40, 50 years and now this community and now everybody here. Where, where am I going? So they say, you're going to another two-bedroom place. It's going to be in another disadvantaged area. So you'll be fucked out of doors yesterday, flats, but you'll be fucked to somewhere else that's disadvantaged, right? So, yeah, we're going to fuck you out here, and we're going to put you into this two-bedroom place. So it's going to be the same space. I'm going to put you in here. Will we build student accommodation here? Which, as you said in the video, it's just a money racket. Mm. That's only for, like, the reason why, like you said, student accommodation... Like the, the rent is sky high and that. That's only a temporary thing. They, yeah. they don't mind going in there with rent sky high, paying that for nine months of fucking off. But the thing about student in. accommodation as well is it's mostly foreign students. So they're on a thing called an Erasmus where you go for, abroad for a year and it, you continue your course. But students that go on that will get grants from their own government. Yeah. So you don't give a bollocks if the rent is X amount because your grant is going to cover that. Yeah, so your exactly. government is paying that. So if the rent is 1500 a month for... A, a dorm and a shared living space yeah that's grand someone else is covering that yeah. so they don't care it's a cash cow and then next year they go back to their own country to continue our course and another and person comes, comes in and that's what I was saying so we had we had these little snobby cunts that's all they are as well little snobby rats come on someone shame. said oh yeah let's give them all free houses not once, not once in that video it's like that. you but should be given a free house where I'm getting at is like like they, how can you say that that's acceptable to throw someone out where they're from for 40, 50 years where they've been living, right? Put them in a, throw them out of a two-bedroom place, put them in another disadvantaged area with the same space, same amount of bedrooms, same everything. So you're getting no advantage from me. You're just getting thrown out of your own home to put student accommodation there. And these people are commenting saying, oh, we looked at putting houses in there for, uh, for people that need it, whatever, whatever. It's all private housing. It's all student accommodation. You're going to be thrown into another disadvantaged area. And then another 15, 20 years, we're going to go into that area, put more student accommodation there, fuck you out there, and put yeah. you somewhere else then. Yeah. How can you say that that's all right? And the comments on it were like, go to any other city in Europe and you'll see the rent ah, of sky high. off with that. Go to Barcelona. You got a two-bedroom apartment in Barcelona for 800 euro a month. Mm. Yeah. What A one-bedroom in Dublin, you'd be lucky to get one for less than a thousand. A one bedroom, you wouldn't get one for less than a thousand a month. I said you you'd would, be lucky. Yeah, you'd be very fucking lucky. Fifteen hundred plus. But like I, I think I'm at the butchering that what I was trying to say there. Yeah, I don't know if I did, right? But do you know where I'm getting at yeah. when I'm saying it? Like how can you how can people from the outside, right, think that it's acceptable to throw mm. someone out where they're living? That's all you know, that's where you're from. But that's what I think is lost online. Build student accommodation. Yeah. How is that? 
it's lost online. People think like, oh, you're getting this spotlight. Well, let's bring them down a notch. You know what I mean? Rather than trying to understand and relate to what we're saying, yeah, they're trying to nitpick it. And don't, don't, don't even bring yeah, them up. No, just no, leave no, them. Just someone called me entitled as well. I've seen it. I don't know what social media... Oh, yeah, the yoke that someone said to you, no one has an automatic right. Yeah, someone, someone called me entitled and I said, look at I'm 27. I went through 12 years in school, four years in college mm. and I've been working ever since yeah. and I've never once asked for a free house. How am I entitled? Like, you know? Yeah. And I'm, I'm paying tax, I'm in the higher tax bracket, I'm getting fleeced with tax. Yeah. Not, not once have I said, oh, I want the free house. So it's... Yeah, we don't even want to really talk too much about the yeah. negative blame. No, but you know what I want to talk about, like, right? Fuck off. What this is doing is, it's taking the character out of Dublin. 100%. So when you think of Dublin, you think Morshi, you think, you know, Molly Malone, crying cockles and buckles, wherever the fucking the way the song goes. Yeah. You know, you think of that. Three bananas for a five at this, that. It's taking, that's getting stripped Go out on. of Dublin. They're putting in hotels, hotels for our tourists to come in and see what? The, yeah. the soul is gone out of the city. There's no nightlife. Yeah. Every nightclub is closed. They're talking about extending the license when COVID is gone to half four and five in the morning. For where? They go where? There's nowhere to go. Yeah. There's no nightlife in this city. There's no, they're moving the working class, what this city was built on. Hundreds of years ago, this city was the crown jewel in the British uh, empire yeah mm. and before that the vikings were here and that's all we have the georgian buildings we have the viking heritage you have the normans in here as well so there's so much history in this city and then you have the places like the liberties as well but all this is being stripped it's all being pushed out and before before you know it, you're just gonna have office blocks and hotels here yeah. for people to come in you have multinational corporations coming in for the low tax and they can't even house the employees because the employees are being fleeced. So no one wants to actually come here well, anymore. You see, that's, 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 that's a problem with what we talk about, these snobby cunts. That, like, when they're saying, like, oh, in town, or in the inner city, all you see is, and in junkies, right, addicts, they're saying all you see is junkies fighting everywhere, uh, people in flats, it's nothing but trouble, drugs rampant, all this carry on. But these people have never, ever walked foot in any, mm-hmm. any flats in Dublin. They, they've never walked through flats. They don't know what the like what what was like growing up the flats. They don't know what the community is like. They don't know anything like that. Mm. But they're quick to judge. Say, oh, because someone even said like, oh, listen to their accents, their incoherent accents. Yeah, and that's whatever. I'm like, that's crazy. Yeah, that that's the first thing we're seeing. Yeah, I was like, what, what, what? Like, how does that like? So you click into a video last week. Yeah. the one who talks exactly like us. So you think if someone sounds like us, that's it? Then they don't have a voice. Yeah, you shouldn't listen to them. Is that how it but, is? But that's that's what we talk about when we when we talk about like the. Like the way people see the inner city and stuff like that. Because when people from the outside think of the inner city, they think of crime, they think of drugs, they think of all this carry on. Rather than seeing what we see, like mm. obviously there's bad, there's bad fucking everywhere. Yeah. But that's that's like when we were asked Jordan the interview, we were asked about what we do with the podcast, stuff like that. And that's that's what we're trying to do, bringing people from the inner city. That's what we've done. We've had a good few people, most people from the inner mm. city, trying to bring them in, shine a light on the good that because we get something because the negative is blown out of proportion so bad it's so yeah. bad but like that's all them comments showed exactly that yeah every comment was like oh it's just nothing but this it's nothing but that do you know what I mean it's like fuck off mm. but yeah mate you go back to a six story gaff with a 21 audience in the garden and go and have a game of golf <laughs> no but the thing is like we were always told growing up if you work hard you get what you work for mm. but that's been took away we work for everything we have but we haven't got everything that we've worked for Exactly, yeah. You know, and they're taking this away from us. So I know people my age now at 27 thinking about fucking emigrating. Like that's, to me, that's very late. 
Yeah, like yeah, you know, yeah. like years ago, if you were, if you made to me, if you made a past twenty five and you hadn't left the country, you, you weren't gonna staying, leave the yeah, country. You, you know, I agree with you. Yeah, but now there's people out there and they're thinking, Jesus Christ, and, and why would they stay though? Yeah, but do you know what? And I said in the interview, I'm beating myself up because I'm I'm still living at home at twenty seven. But there's so there's, like I don't know anyone that's really living on their own. Like you, you are a talent, yeah, but. Not many other people our age it, yeah. are, are living on their lucky, own. I had to go through a bit of shit as well from yeah. my own place, you know what I mean? But, and as well, I count myself as one of the lucky ones. So I, I, was, I met a few people that was in uh, homeless accommodation when I was and they're telling me that they're a certain amount of years and stuff like that. And I understand, right? There's something that I want to touch on as well. Like there's addicts in these places, stuff like that, in these homeless accommodations and stuff like that. But like, you can't just leave them there. For fucking, like, the, I thought that bloke was out there four or five years in, in a hostel. Are you winding me up? You can't just sleep. We need to get supported living for these people. Mm. Like, get, get a thing set up where they have their own, they can call it their own home, where they go in, but you take a certain percent of their wages. Help these people. Instead of just fucking them into homeless accommodation and saying, listen, you have to be fucked out of here at this time and you have to be back in here at this time. You're on a proper curfew. Look, I know... I, like I didn't get to say in the interview, there's young women out there, right, and I know loads of people who had to go into homeless accommodation, right, and they go into them, and they could be there for God knows how long, a year, two years, a couple of months, whatever it is, but no matter what time of the year it is, in the middle of November, December, the coldest time of the year, these have children, one and two kids, right, and if they go into these homeless accommodation, hostels, into, whether it's a hotel or a B&B, and they get fucked out at nine o'clock in the morning in the freezing cold and the rain, and they're told you're not to come back until nine o'clock tonight. Mm. Like, that's not fair. Some of these people have nowhere to go. Like, some people do. They get down to their mice, they get down to their nannies, they can go wherever, but some people don't have that luxury. So what do they have to do? Walk the streets all hours of the night? It's a mm. load of bollocks. Yeah, the and way the whole thing it. is ran, yeah. is, it, it's fucking shocking. And another thing I want to touch on as well, um, the injection centres, have you seen this? They no. turned it down again. So it's like a supervised injection centre where heroin addicts can go, they can inject there, and it's a safe environment, basically. You know what I mean? They're given like a space to go and do it, and they're given healthcare after it, and then they're given counselling services. And people are like, no way, no way, don't get that. And I'm reading the comments on it, and the comments are so narrow-minded and negative. They're like, you're encouraging people to take heroin. No, you're not. And if you look into it, they're based now off a study in Australia. Australia have them. Yeah. So uh, what they want to do, people are saying, I'm not having that on my doorstep. So what they want to do is they want to put them in places where heroin is rampant. So obviously you're talking about inner city yeah, on the case. But come out, it makes sense because yeah. if you want to put it, let's say you put it in sorts, right? Just for an example. Where are they getting the heroin? They're getting the heroin in town. Yeah. So you're going to say, an addict's going to grow up in the morning. They're going to walk down to town then get a bus or a train or whatever form of transport there is out the sorts and then take heroin out there. No, when they get that, they're taking it as quick as they can. Yeah. And most of the time it's down the laneway and you have syringes in parks, playgrounds, lanes, on the street. Yeah. You have people keeling over. You know, it's not what you want to see. And what people are not looking at, they're not looking beyond the fact that someone's taking heroin. You're looking at the fact that they're getting counselling service. So they're being told, like, do you want to get off this... Mm. You know, and you talk to most addicts, no one wants to be an addict. No. They don't enjoy it, but they, no. like, you don't realise it's a literally health condition. If you if you were to take heroin strictly, like, 100%, you can't take heroin ever again. You'll die. You will. Your body, like, if you go cold turkey off, and not many people can go cold turkey from yeah. heroin. Go 100% stone cold, like, yeah, I know cold turkey. Yeah. So, uh, they, they turn this down. So, that's just, like, the attitude this country has towards drugs. It's like, mm. People are forgetting. 
ev- not ev- well, not everybody, but like most people do drugs in some form. Yeah, you know, whether, whether it's heroin or smoking weed. That's not a secret, but everyone can say that. Yeah. Everyone knows that. But that's what I'm saying. So that's like this this Stone Age attitude that yeah. they have in this country. Like yeah. they try and pretend that they don't, yeah. or someone in their family isn't. But yeah. come here, if you take a fucking sniff of, uh, sniff of coke on a Saturday night, or someone is injecting heroin Monday to Friday, there's no fucking difference there. They're both taking drugs. Yeah. 100%. So what you need to put into place is a counselling service there. And I guarantee if you had a, a supervised injection centre, yeah, you'll have less needles on the street, you'll have less people overdosing and dying on the street, and you'll have more people coming off it. And it's not somewhere then that, like the likes of me and you can just rock up and say, yeah, we want to try heroin, let us in. They won't do it. Yeah, you know? exactly, yeah. But people are just looking at it and saying, oh, no, you're encouraging that. Take that out here. So it's it's kind of what we touched on with Lynn Rowan, you know, you need a drug reform in this country and Philly McMahon as well. Yeah. We need to change the, the system that's in place in this country and change people's attitudes because we've so many people dying and I guarantee you that I can reach out to at least 100 people I know and ask them, do they know someone who has died from heroin or is on heroin? And they would say, yeah, and they'll be a member of the family. Yeah, 100%. You know, it's so, so common yeah. Like and uh, maybe it is because we're from the NIC. But, that, but, but that's, there, there was a heroin epidemic. It's in this not city. a coincidence that it's, yeah. it's from these from these disadvantaged areas. That's what we're trying to say. You know what I mean? This like, people are so blinded by it. Like people who aren't from the NIC and from these areas, they just think, oh, these are just addicts to be addicts. Like it's mm. madness. Like they don't. To understand. them, they're a number. They're yeah, a number and exactly, a statistic. Exactly. For us, it's your uncle, it's your auntie, it's your cousin. Someone you know. Like, how many people can you name off the top of your head who you know personally, yeah. who you talk to, who are on it, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's not their fault. No one wakes up in the morning and goes, right, I'm just going to be a heroin addict today. I'm yeah. not trying heroin today, I'm just going to stay in it. No one wants that, you know what I mean? Like, that's not the case. Like, this, hap- this is happening over years of growing up in disadvantaged areas, mm. through broken families, through trauma, through all that kind of Look, we're talking about... You know what I mean? It's a bleeding joke. It's but it's like, but I think it's the I think if we do get this approved, it's the first step on a, a journey of changing this country's attitude to how we deal with drugs. Yeah, because like you said, there is a stone age attitude. There is a stone. Just, just to say no straight off the no. bat, no, boom. Right. Well, yeah. if if you see syringes on the street, just remember that a supervised injection centre would have prevented that. No, it's not going to prevent 100% of it, obviously. But it's a start. But it's a start, it's a you know what I mean? Start. Exactly, yeah. And you need, to, you need to look into it. So the fact that they're just shutting it down and they're like, oh yeah, plan of permission. But I don't know, hopefully, hopefully stuff starts to change in this country, you know. But mm. we'll see. Yeah, but um, back to the interview with the journal. For anybody who hasn't seen it, who was listening to this, we were just talking about like, Fulger phones coming in, all these people coming in, building these hotels, the student accommodation. Me and Kevin were sort of saying what we think about it. And what we touched on in it was, we have obviously the visual side of the homeless crisis, the housing crisis, where you can go out and see all these people on the streets, some of them addicts, some of them aren't addicts, and a lot of people in homeless accommodation and stuff like that, a lot of them who are students who have ambitions and goals. And they're still, they still have to go into homeless accommodation to try and find somewhere to stay off try and get a place eventually. But like we were saying in it, it's the, there's a non-visual side to it. And that's what I was touching on in it. And they cut a lot of it out. Um, but like, how how is it okay to have three and four generations staying in a two-bedroom flat in the flats? Like I, I was in the flats the other day and after the interview, I thought about it and I could think of five families off the top of my head who have like eight people in a two-bedroom flat. And I'm talking like... 
There's girls in there, probably 16 years of age, sleeping in the same room as their uncles and their cousins and stuff like that And because there's nowhere for them to go. And then, like, like I just wanted to address the, the part when I said, like, oh, move us to a bigger place, but surely that would be the right thing to do. If you want someone to live and get out of there, surely you could offer them something. Like, if you're taking 50 years away of a community and an inner city, give them something. Move them into a three-bedroom somewhere. Give them something, do you know what I mean? Because this business is moving them from the flats to another disadvantaged area yeah. to move them out there in another 20 years to build another place. It's not fixing there. the problem, it's, it's kicking it down the road, exactly isn't it? Exactly. Yeah. Because doing. in 15 years' time, it's like the, the house is not getting any bigger. Exactly. They're in. Yeah. Exactly, you know. But yeah, look, listen, if you haven't seen it, go and listen to it. It's on uh, the journal's Instagram, it's on the Twitter, it's on yeah. Facebook. Just look up the journal and. and have a scan of it there and whatever. Yeah, no, I, I, we did get a couple of feedback from it from people that actually did listen to it. We have to shine a lot of light on the blade negatives there, and, and I hate that as well, but it's great that we have a podcast and we can answer the cunts, isn't it? Yeah. But, but uh, there was so much positive. Like, I'd say 95% of it was positive. But you yeah. always have these aids, it's these narrow-minded, small-minded people who come in and judge off the bat. Like we said, nobody... A lot of them on Facebook hadn't seen hadn't seen the video and they were already judging and judging and judging and then they heard and the Well you know because when you before. when you answer the question well I responded to one or two comments and I didn't get response back. Yeah. You know, and you know you're you have to punt someone in that place who hasn't. They're just there to troll and they're there to nitpick. Yeah. You know, like that. And they just they don't I don't know. There's some people are just there, aren't they? They troll on you. Dirty rats. But yeah. Um moving on. Right, the, the um, big one, the big talking point that shall we, we pull up the yoke? We pull didn't want to get into, but it's yeah. fucking rare. It's ugly head again, and we're going back there. But look, at it's not our fault. It's I suppose it's the times that we're living in, isn't it? It's the the government, the how the country's being run, and we can't avoid it. It's society. That's, that's what we're talking. We can't avoid this. So it's... the big one, the legislation that's come into place that you need a vaccine to enter a premises like a restaurant or a pub. Yeah, um, we've touched on the vaccine and how it's been rolled out in this country before on this podcast and how the government has implemented measures on this podcast before. Um, again, we want to reiterate, we don't think there's a grand conspiracy by this government and personally we think it's because they're not capable of a conspiracy. This is the same government that weren't able to get a photocopier into a building because <laughs> he never measured the fucking door and the thing wouldn't fit in. That government is not capable of fucking putting a, a 5G chip into your arm in this country. Yeah, we yeah. don't think so. We've no problem with the vaccine itself. If you want to take the vaccine, you go ahead. If you think it's going to benefit your health going forward, we encourage it. Yeah. But what we don't agree with is the fact that if Terence gets the vaccine and I don't, me and him can't go for a meal together in a restaurant next week. That's, that's discrimination. The definition of discrimination, that's exactly what that is. 100%. Um, we're two fit, healthy young fellas uh, I don't smoke, drink, I do drugs. Terence doesn't drink, I, I like do drugs. I like a lot Harry Heard and there. Yeah. I like an old John Blair, I wouldn't tell you a lie. But, but that doesn't... I'm a fit, fit young man, you know what yeah. I mean? You're a fit young man with no underlying health conditions. No allergies or anything no like that. No allergies so to anything. There's no... Like, that's something I actually want to touch on. Because I thought about this last night when I actually did have it. Mm. COVID nearly killed me. And not physically, but mentally, Terence. I was yeah. depressed out of my mind for yeah. two weeks. I, I remember staying in my bedroom thinking like... There's nothing wrong with me. I'm fucking grand. And I started to think, was it a false positive? Because, you know, there's, yeah. there's so many, there's a percentage of the tests that are false positive. But then my ma tested positive for it. So I was like, right, maybe I have got it then. Um, I was going on walks at 12 o'clock in the night when I knew no one was out on the street. 
It was in the middle of January as well, so it's pitch black, freezing cold, and I'm walking around on my own, just to get out of the house, because I'm not being there all day. And then I'm going back, they do the same thing the next day, over and over again, Groundhog Day, you know what I mean? I was yeah. going up my fucking head. And that's, that's, that's a thing, you know what I mean? Do you know what I was doing? I was waking up in the morning, I was eating packets of crisps for breakfast, to see could I still taste, and could I still smell, and I could. Yeah. And I'm saying to myself, like, this is a fucking but joke. The whole like. thing is just, the whole thing is just, Wrong. I don't mean all that. I mean the way the way that they're going about everything is just a load of bollocks. Like if you remember the very very start of it, right? There's videos going around of people in China dropping dead in the street, right? Yeah. Right. So that's going around. Everyone's like, "What the Panicking, fuck yeah. is this?" Look, if this comes to Ireland, we're snookered, right? Then it comes to Ireland, right? And there's people getting hurt there. Someone is always saying, or I know someone who got it, and that's going on. And then we go into a lockdown. We're in a level three lockdown, and you can go into a pub. And you can have a drink and a bite to eat, but you have to spend nine euro for that. Yeah. Right? So you're like, what? Right, I don't really understand that. I don't really get it. So it's like, all right, so yeah, everyone's still like, oh, fuck, like, it's COVID, like, whatever. So then, another few months later, another few weeks later, Leo Varadkar comes out and, and says himself in a video that if you're a roofer and you're doing your day job and you're on, on a roof and you tragically fall off and die, yeah? If you had COVID in your body, and you, but you were asymptomatic too, and you didn't know it, if he died from the impact from that fall, they were still putting it down as a COVID death if he, if he had COVID in his body. Mm. Like, that's when people started talking, going, right, what the fuck is going on here? And then some of the other rules were just ridiculous. The 5K rule. If you go 5.1 over, you're getting COVID off the bat. You're a health risk or anything like that. But if you're 4.9K, your flesh is a flower, you're safe. Mm. And then we have... Then we had the yoke of, oh, there's a limited amount of people allowed in your house. So if you see your neighbour um, with a certain amount of people in your house, ring the police, we'll get them fined and we'll get them sorted out. So trying to get people to turn against each other nearly. Now, I don't know if they're doing it purposely, but that's what that is doing. Like, that's nearly This started. is what we said. So the police didn't have to enforce them rules. The people did. The people did, yeah, 100%. But now it's nearly like they're trying that again. So they're at the going from, oh, if you see your neighbour, rat them out. And now it's going from that to... Well, the vaccinated can go. So if someone in your family, like you said, if you're vaccinated and I'm not, you can go inside for something to eat, but I can't. You have to wait outside. It's nearly yeah. forcing it down your neck. If you want to get it, get it. And yeah. no problem and with it. And the sad thing about it is, I was on the phone to one of the boys today and he has registered for the vaccine. And I said, yeah, no problem. And I goes, you've done that not for your health. And he goes, I know. And he goes, that's a sad thing. He said, I did it so I can go away. And I guarantee you, Anybody under the age of 35 who's got it, that I know, no one has got it to say, yeah, because I'm afraid of getting COVID and what will happen to me. I got it to get my freedoms back. Yeah, and that, that's a sad state that we're, that we're never, living in. I'll never ever get it. And that's, I'm not influencing anybody to do the same thing. None mm. of that carry on. I think I'm, I'm fit, I'm young, I'm healthy. I don't need the vaccine. I never got a flu vaccine in my life. Yeah, I that's, never got that's like the same that. with I don't me. Need like, to get, I don't need to get it. I'll be yeah. grand if I got it. Trust me. I can't get it anyways. Every single person around me had it. I can't get it. Yeah. That's no, it. but like I'm vaccinated up the bits. So I got blade and jabbed up the bits going to Thailand last year. I think I got like four vaccines. But that's because it was forced of like malaria and I'm, I'm like, yeah, if I catch that, like, there's a good chance that's going to tip me over. There's no way I'm, I'm risking yeah. it. But then I had COVID, so the risk of me catching it again and fighting it or the risk of me taking a vaccine might be fucking flawed for a week or two and then is COVID really, is the vaccine going to uh, benefit me to fight COVID that much? I'd rather just fight it myself. So I don't see why I'm being punished then for someone who is getting the vaccine. 
Mm. So it, it is devo- it's dividing up the people, and if you watch if they was going to Twitter, there's more that like yeah, but there's so many like we like there's so many narrow-minded people who think like that if you don't take the vaccine, you're holding the whole country up. And yeah, and that's a wrong way of looking at it. People like people are saying just get it to comply and we can get on with this, but. No, Man, because keep it. I guarantee you, if we vaccinate 100% of the people in this country, they'd still have restrictions. Sure, at the start there was, we vaccinate the elderly and the people underlying health conditions and we can get back to normal, we just need to keep them safe. And then it's like, right, so all them are vaccinated and now it's like... Oh, now they're no, talking about vaccinating kids coming back to school. Vaccinating kids, will you? F- <laughs> nah, keep it. Like, uh, but the thing where I don't we're get not is... Ma- we're not making a conspiracy here by saying, oh, why are they vaccinating everyone or whatever? But no. it's just like, fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I think this right. So this vaccine is actually groundbreaking, and I think it's gonna really, really do wonders going forward for uh, other conditions like Parkinson's and yeah. cancer. Because what this does, it redefines your RNA or DNA. It's not some of them are how how a vaccine works. You get a small dose of the virus you're fighting against, so like the flu or whatever it was. You get a small dose of that. So you your, 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 yeah, your antibodies, your body fights yeah. it then. So if you catch the the proper virus. Your body already knows, oh, that, that's what this is. Yeah. Let's fight it. Grand. But what this one is doing is it's actually programming your DNA. So you're going to develop a gene then to fight the, uh, the virus off. But they're going to be able to do that then for stuff like cancer and Parkinson's and genetic disorders where, you know, you see someone who had a, like the mad and Annie had breast cancer. So more than likely it was hereditary and they were going to catch it. Yeah. They'll be able to fight that. And that's what this is going to set the tone for, which is going to be fucking great. So I think it is a good one. But I just don't understand why I have to get it. There's no reason for me to get it. Like there's no there's no benefit for me to get it. Yeah. Other than the fact that I'll just be a number. To say like, oh, that's grand. X amount of the, uh, the population are at the getting it now. But if I'm in a room, right, five people are in a room, three of them are vaccinated, two of us are not vaccinated, right, what's because the hassle? They're saying that they can still be carriers. Yeah, but... But if you're young and healthy... Like you're never, yeah, you're never, you're never gonna get this down to zero. It's just, it's impossible. It's a fairy tale. We're not gonna get down to zero cases. Did Australia not do that for a while? They no, went like hundred and something days. They're, they're, they're in lockdown now. They did go hundred and something days yeah, without but I mean, case though. And now it's but I mean, you mean internationally? It, it, it's just something we're gonna have to live with. Yeah. And if you're vaccinated against it, you've nothing to worry about. Yeah, so stop worrying, boys. If you're vaccinated, you're so fresh. Why just give a fuck yeah. about what we're doing? Fuck off, mad brat. So that's what I'm saying. If I we just, say mad brats in this podcast one more time, mm-hmm. sorry about me. Come on, I just, just think this government just—they can't manage it. Um, there's no such thing as a conspiracy with this government. Genuinely. We are fucked up and we're behind on everything. We had the long, most strictest restrictions, uh, the longest lockdowns. We're still using fucking PCR tests when the rest of Europe are using antigen tests. So like an antigen test, you could win, you get a swab, you have your results in 20 minutes. You can... the, do you have to pay for that over here? Yeah, yeah. That's, 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 that's the big, the big one. Right? Is that the one you had to pay for to get, take a flight? If I want to know if I have COVID, I can walk into a test centre and get a test for free. But if I want to fly, I have to pay for a test. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. What yeah. the fuck is that all about? Like, surely that rings a bell. Even for anybody out there who's with the government and everything they've done, surely that rings a bell somewhere. So, can, going, can I not like, book a fly for Friday? Go in tomorrow, get a test. That comes back as negative. Yeah. That's 72 hours before me fly. Can I not just fly off then? No, you actually have to get a private one. But no, but the antigen test, it, uh, it's a quicker test. It, I don't think it's as, uh, I don't think it has as minute a level of COVID as a PCR does. So uh, it's quicker, but everywhere in Europe accepts it. But so that's like a private thing, isn't it? Because I they're read, all private. I read no, because I, I read something in Holland 
that they, there's like a new law or whatever it is. I'm, I'm not the brightest, as just now. But where there's no private companies that are allowed uh, yes, make, not allowed to make any money yeah. off uh, a pandemic, off anything. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that everything that they're doing is everything has to be free. No, but I mean PCR is another method. So oh, right, yeah, yeah. PCR and antigen are different. Right, yeah. But yeah. they both they both yeah, test for COVID. So yeah. I can get an antigen test, go to Spain tomorrow, mm. that's grand. But coming back to Ireland, I can't just go get another antigen test. I have to get a PCR test then. Yeah. And we only accept PCR tests here. So like I don't know. I, I just again I just think it's poor management by the government. And well, not COVID the noise before some media says that. Like yeah. the last time, the la- the last yeah. time we spoke about it, we literally just said uh, like lockdown rules are allowed a bollocks. We said lockdown doesn't work. Look, and it did it. We had the longest lockdown in the fucking yeah. world. I think. And the case is said the same. So. <laughs> do you know what I mean? So we said that didn't work, and it's only easy to comment that ah, COVID the noise, whatever. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But like, so we're thing, not denying anything. We know the vaccine is working because if you look at, we had, I think the last three days or something like that, we've had like a thousand cases yeah. a day. But the hospitalization and ICU numbers are saying the same. Yeah, yeah. So we're not yeah. seeing a jump in that, which is great. Unbelievable. So we know the vaccine is working. So yeah. when people are like, oh, a thousand people caught it today, yeah, but like if no one else is going in, in, on top of the hospital uh, and the healthcare system's not getting strained, what's the hassle? Yeah. And that's another thing I want to talk about. When I was growing up, right, I'd never seen a day on the news where someone wasn't dying in the hospital on a trolley. What do you mean? Like, uh, there wasn't enough beds and the, the, the service was on, the healthcare service was on its knees and someone was dying in, in the hallway on a trolley. Someone's nanny, like an 80-year-old, was left to die in a, on a trolley in the hallway. Like, so they're saying, what people are saying now, it's the government have been exposed that the HSE is on its knees and it's underfunded and we have a poor healthcare system and they've had 18 months to invest in it and increase the capacity in ICU and hospitals and put more beds in and stuff like that mm. and they haven't. So the stricter they keep the restrictions, the lower hospitalizations will be in general. Yeah. You know, people being torn down and going to hospitals, like they're getting their cancer che- uh, appointments and checkups and all being pushed back and stuff like that. Yeah. So it's keeping the strain down but like, the health problems aren't going away. Exactly. So. Look, and that's just our opinion on the whole thing. If you want to get the vaccine, get it and enjoy it and do whatever the fuck you want when you get it and you enjoy the benefits to it. You walk but away, but don't be trying to fucking pour us down for not getting it. that don't get it, we're snooker all ends up. Don't be worrying about mm. us, but will you not play as you cunts jumping down your neck? Oh, you're jagging again. Fuck off. Like, mm. we don't, just don't want to get it. We're fit, we're fresh, we're healthy. But if you got it, enjoy it and enjoy all and the like luxuries I've, that come I've in. had people who are like, at the very same, I'm not getting that, not getting that, and then people are like, oh, I'm going to get it. I'm not going to try and talk you over. I'm like, right, walk away. That's, walk away, enjoy it, yeah. That's like me going into fucking a chip over with you and I'm getting a hamburger, you're getting a chicken burger. All right, I'm not going to say, well, you're not getting a hamburger, yeah, you know? exactly, yeah. If you want to get it, you want to get it, we'll move enjoy on with life. Enjoy it, boys, yeah, you'll enjoy that, So that's yeah. what I'm saying. I don't I don't get why we can't just Watch the hassle. Move like, on. Fuck off, you know what I mean? But yeah, so that's that box stop anyway. So that's our opinion on the vaccine, right. the journal. Uh, something we need to address. We received a complaint a couple of weeks ago about Huey Mon's episode, and it's a big deal for us. Um, we have to address it going forward, or else we won't be allowed to do the podcast again. So Huey made a statement. He wanted to know where Shelbourne Football Club is because he wasn't aware. Um, so if anyone actually does know where it is, can they reach out to us? Because <laughs> we haven't got a clue either. Um, Fuck shell, shells are dirt, bowels for life. They won't be in Tolkien Park much longer anyways, because that's getting bleeding demolished as well. Poxy shells. Shells, where is shell, the dirt? 
wash in that because the tail boy is done, cabin, pull her up there on the phone. We'll pull her up now, yes, you'll dart and clear, you know, and bring the tail boy is done us with a voice message these days after, and our nerves were all gone. So, Calvin's gonna pull her up here, and we'll let you know why we said that. But they are dirt, anyways, who are shells? Septic. Uh, here we are now. Have we got? I have it here. Somewhere. Let us know if you can hear this, boys, in the mics. So we've had a, 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 a <laughs> run into a bit of a problem um, with this week's episode. Uh, we've had a, an issue that's come up um, over something that was said, something that Yui said, and something that we have to sort out and address. So, um, look, it'll probably be best served by we'll release a written apology, uh, the company as a statement, um, and then we probably have to do an on-air apology next week as well because uh, it's caused quite a bit of hassle. So um, just wanted to flag it with you anyway in advance um, kind of figure out a plan to work from here because, Jesus Christ, what you said, fucking, where's Shelburne? Is that even in Ireland? <laughs> fucking disgraceful. Like, unbelievable. Formal apology issued on next week's show. Jesus Christ. So yeah, we so, forgot to address it last week. So we're addressing it now. Come on, shells. Jesus Christ. If you got you're back a shells into, fan, you need to grow up. You got into the Premier Division for about two weeks and they're back down now, the Force Division. There's, I know fellas driving four hours down to Limerick to watch them draw one all and driving back four hours then in the same day. Like, hey, a Mustang, boys. Does it? A Mustang. Hell, shells. But now what I do want to address is the Bowles fan who... Made a flag with Charlie and Mopey's face on it. That is disgraceful. Like, like I said, right? I said, I said in it, right? I don't really, I don't follow electricity uh, league football. But if I had to, I'd be a Bowls fan because that's the area, you know what I mean? Dublin, Sheffield, whatever, whatever, and all that carry on, right? But this little creep gets a young one's face. How about Charlie in 21, 22? Gets a young one's face on a Bowls flag and hangs her up in his gaff and puts. Bows before or whatever he put in. I don't even want to say Bows before house. Look, listen, I'm awful about a crack and all. I'm awful about a banter that's and a crazy. stick. But that's strange. If you're getting a young girl's face on a flag to hang up in your gaff, it's creepy. Yeah. But uh, that's all from us this week. We hope yeah. you enjoy it. Hope we're not cancelled. We hope we're not cancelled. We're just talking about a bollocks. That's all. No yeah. hassle. Um, that's it. Listen, boys, take us out there. That's a wrap. Boom! Subscribe to this podcast for free on the Go Loud app. What you waiting for? What you backing in? Just a little more. Oh, you're waiting in now. Fill your body up in. Walk it hard and long. When you finish that. The Hip Knocker. Go down. Go down. Go down.